0: hey there welcome back to another episode of girl take the lead podcast where each week we explore womanhood and leadership from the perspective of different generations we're so glad you're here and today i'm joined by sarah mccullough a high school junior living in new jersey sarah is a girl scout and started an organization called girl speak as part of her gold award And the Gold Award is Girl Scouts most prestigious award, which is achieved by developing and carrying out lasting solutions to issues in their communities and beyond. Sarah identified a need and now holds workshops for girls of all ages to teach them tips to practice public speaking. Come listen to her inspiring story. She is truly a great example of someone taking the lead. So Sarah, I'm so excited you're here. And for the listener, I will tell you I uh, met Sarah on LinkedIn, and um, there was this wonderful post that I think your mom did, right? About yeah, about your organization. And I I read it, and there were like how many comments did you get?
1: You got like I got quite a few, way yeah. more than I was expecting.
0: <laughs> there were like 50, 75, some some and they were like women helping women along you know like keep going sarah keep and then i went oh i'd love to have her on the podcast and just for reference um in the previous episode that we did um episode uh, 7 we talked to girl scouts in general and about some of their programs and so when sarah came on linkedin and talked about her Gold Award project, I went, oh, perfect. We have an example. So Sarah, welcome to Girl Take the Lead podcast. We're so glad you're here. So thank you for joining us.
1: Um, Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to share more about my project. And
0: why don't you talk a little bit about um, Girl Speak and um, tell people what it's about and how you came to it?
1: So Girls Speak is my gold award project for Girl Scouts, as mentioned before, and this project came about for a few reasons. So I'm a high school debater and something that's always puzzled me has been why is there not as many girls that participate in debate as there are boys? It's a like very male dominated activity. And I've always just kind of found that very curious and wanted to look into it. So when my goal, when it came time to decide what I was going to do for my gold award, one of the how you get started is you identify a community issue. And since I've been fascinated with this issue and I see it in my community a lot, I thought this would be a perfect project, something to build a project off of. So after doing some research of why girls don't really participate in activities like debate, I found that they lack confidence in themselves, which is really disappointing. But in order, but this is where my project comes in, is where I have to almost remedy that problem. So I founded Girls Speak in order to do that. And what Girls Speak does is they hold workshops in order to help girls Feel more confident in themselves, but also give give them a safe space to practice their public speaking skills, so that they can use their voice and feel more confident, and potentially participate more in activities like debate. Great. And why
0: why do you think debate is so important?
1: So debate is important for a, in a few ways, but the two most important things that I've gotten from debate is leadership experience and just built and it built up my confidence so in the beginning debate is very daunting it's very new to a lot of people you've never really had like the structured arguing before and you get knocked down a lot and it's really tough but then you're kind of for what debate does is you you go to a tournament you can't just drop out of the tournament halfway through so what it forces you almost to do is to keep going despite being knocked down And then you realize that you can, oh, I did this badly last round. What can I fix for the next time? And that just kind of helps people become more comfortable doing it and more confident in themselves because it's not letting you kind of jump off and stop doing it because you can't drop out in the middle of a tournament. So that's so it kind of helps you build a lot of confidence that way is that you just have to continue to go and you just can't stop doing it. And then also on the leadership aspect, debate is a lot like sports in some ways where it's just so much work and time and effort that you have to put in to be successful, like anybody who's a successful athlete. And there's a lot of work that is very similar to what people do at school. So it's very not, for a lot of people, they don't want to do all of it. But what's kind of nice about debate is you sometimes have, you have a team that you can split the work like with and what often happens is those teams tend to be just mostly underclassmen and a few upperclassmen so what kind of that pushes you to do as an upperclassman is underclassmen aren't going to like divvy up the work they're not going to take the lead and be like okay you're going to do this you senior even though I'm a freshman so what that pushes people to do is in order to get anything done, you kind of have to take the lead almost and be like, okay, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And it also, a lot of the underclassmen tend to look at you when you're leading this like debate team. And even if it's just for like, oh, how do I get started? Or am I going in the right direction? It kind of teaches you how to be a leader, but it also pushes you to be it in the same way because you don't get anything done if you don't step up to the plate and do it.
0: Right. And I, I know that um, in our very first episode, we talked about voice and it seems like debate helps you almost structure your voice and how you're going to, you know, um, address a challenge. Does that, does that seem right for you? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it definitely has. I wasn't very used to like the structured speaking before debate, but now that I've been in debate, it's kind of helped me be able to structure my voice, as you said, a little bit and just kind of, but at the same time, kind of go with the flow a little bit more when I'm out there because I had a presentation, I want to say last year for school, that was a giant portion of my grade. And what they do at the end is they ask you like oral defense questions and you have to defend your presentation and why like you made your presentation. So the structured part of debate helped me go with the actual presentation skills, how to get people engaged, how to argue my points that I was presenting in it. But then the kind of go with the flow nature of debate helped me answer those oral defense questions. It helped me become confident that I can think on my feet and I can answer these questions even though they're difficult. So I liked what you were saying about
0: it being almost like a sport because it must look like a game to you sometimes when you're, you know, in competition with somebody and you're going back and forth and you hear what they're about ready to say. And your mind is thinking, well, how can I, what, what fact do I know? Or what can I bring to the, it, it seems like you don't take it personally right? You, you take it like it's a game or a sport. Is that kind of how you feel about it now? Rather than feeling like there's something wrong with me. I don't know what to say.
1: It kind of goes back to like what I said at the beginning, it's you get a knockdown a lot at debate and it's not the best feeling in the world, but kind of what it teaches you is not to take it personally. It's an activity. It's a lot like losing a soccer game. Like it's not personal. It just wasn't your day or you did something wrong, but like, you can't continue to hold that against yourself and you just have to continue to move on and just move forward. There's a fair amount of
0: research involved, isn't it? When you're preparing for a topic.
1: Yeah, Yeah. There's a lot of research. It's a lot of work. It's that's why, that's why debate tends to not be as popular. Even just among everybody is because it's so much work outside of school, but like very similar things that you would be doing in like an English class.
0: Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your, uh, the events you have and like, what ages can, do you think, you know, girls should start learning about debate and you know, what, what activities do you offer them and where, because I think unfortunately you're in New Jersey and yeah. I think some of yours are in person events, right. But yeah. are,
1: are you doing some remote ones too? I've been so in the, when I first started my project, I solely just focused on people in my area because this was before the LinkedIn posts that went viral and people were interested in it. So I was doing them in person for Girl Scout troops in my area of my workshops on how to like build your confidence and practice their speaking skills. But I've kind of been dabbling in a little bit of remote activities. Like a few weeks ago, I, had, I hosted a panel that was virtual and it was pretty successful. I had people from all over and I also had panelists that weren't from my area, which was really exciting. And I've been working on doing workshops for girls. I'm targeting mostly around like 10 to 17 and having them just practice their skills and learn about confidence in public speaking.
0: And that's 10 years old to 17 years old, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so how, how do you think Girl Scouts has helped you along the way, you know, like um, from your leadership, like developing this for yourself? Um, how, how do you think Girl Scouts contributed?
1: So Girl Scouts has one aspect that I can think of was cookie sales I don't know what it was called when I first started Girl Scouts but I know in the last episode cookie boss or something was master was mentioned and it's very similar where you just kind of have to spearhead your own cookie campaign and in my town at least I don't know how it is other places we would have whatever troops sold the most cookies they'd have like a pizza party or something so in order to kind of get that pizza party you had to learn to be a leader and spearhead your own cookie sales and try to help your troops so you could get that pizza party. So that's kind of where my first like dabbling in leadership came from was the selling cookies and trying to be and trying to win like this thing, even though it was, and looking back, I don't even really remember any of the pizza parties, but yeah, um, it
0: seems like you're all becoming little entrepreneurs when you're out there selling the cookies right? And yeah. here you are, you're doing something very entrepreneurial in, you know, girl speak. Um, so congratulations on that, Sarah. Thank That's you. just terrific. Um, so talk a little bit about yourself and how you've changed personally since launching girl speak.
1: So before Girls speak, I tended not to ask for help a lot. And I don't know why that was. For me I just don't like doing it. It's very hard for me to ask somebody for help. But through this like process I've learned that I can be able to ask people for help and it doesn't and they're not going to think any different of me and that I can be able to do it and they will help me or just reach out to people I'm not so familiar with and ask them, "Oh, would you be interested in this or do you think this is a good idea?" So I think I've definitely grown a lot in just asking for help and reaching out to people that I wouldn't necessarily reach out to otherwise. So I'd say I've grown in asking for help and just networking a little bit more because of that reaching out aspect. And I don't really know what else. That's like the ways that I've noticed personally that before the project, I would never have asked for help. Or I don't even think if you like, found me on LinkedIn, I would be like, oh yeah, I can't network with her. I can't do the podcast. I don't think I ever would have done it if not for the project.
0: I, I also think it must be fun to have you in a class because everyone must, you know, like it almost puts some responsibility on you, right? Like, okay, I have this identity of being a debater and Now everyone wants me to stick up for them and advocate for them, right? And didn't you say that your parents are lawyers? Yes, they are lawyers. (laughs) So maybe your dinner table is a bit more feisty because you're able
1: to jump in a little bit more. (laughs) Even my sister, who isn't necessarily that interested in all the debate stuff, our dinner table is constant. I don't want to say arguing, but kind of.
0: Debate is a very polite, you know, it's more of a spirit in a game than arguing, yeah. I think, right? Arguing is all about your own point of view, yes. right? And I think in debate, you have to listen to the other point of view
1: yes. and get it so that you can address it, right? That has definitely been one of the hardest things that I've had to work on before joining debate and also, it's, I feel like girls some maybe sometimes do a little bit too much of just the listening aspect of it, but I personally had to learn how to listen to other people before just jumping in and going like, well, you're wrong or this doesn't make sense. So, but the thing is a lot of girls that I've noticed just do too much of the listening and they don't necessarily do the jumping in part, which is kind of what my goal, gold award aims to help. Like you can do the listening, but you can also share your opinion. Um,
0: I just love that. (laughs) Just um. So I know that you probably don't have. You mentioned to me before that you don't have expenses with with what you're doing. But if people want to learn more, we definitely will have your contact in the show notes. But how could how could someone help you? Or what what could when you say you know you ask for help? Is there anything that our listeners could do to support you or to support this kind of organization?
1: So what I've, I've created a website and I know last time we've talked, we were talking about our difficulties of building a website, but mine is live now. And if viewers want to, or listeners want to go to the website, it's girlspeak.info. You can, there's some confidence tips that you can learn from there. If you just want to build your confidence, but not necessarily in public speaking. There's some inspiring stories because I feel like I get very motivated by stories like that. Uh, And there's some ways that you can get involved. And additionally, like, find like your debate team in your town or in your high school, look for mock trial. That's also a very big thing that helps public speaking. And then lastly, there's a, there's a tab that's workshops where you can We don't have any of them live right now, but in the future, there will be more posted up there. So if listeners want to join a workshop or sign up for one, I'd be happy to have like people at a workshop. Super, super, super. Um, Tell us about some of the inspiring stories that, that you have. So this kind of sounds really weird, but one of my favorite shows is Law and Order: Special Victims Unit. I'm all for it. I love the I'm, newest edition of Law and Order too, like yes. at the remake. I'm like, <laughs> I love Law and Order. It's one of my favorite shows ever. But in Law and Order: Special Victims Unit, the main character Olivia Benson, her, I think her the actress's name is like Mariska Hargitay. Yeah, is how you say it, and. She was kind of one of the first people I looked at when I was looking for these inspiring stories. Cause she, oh, she has the, I think it's called the Joyful Heart Foundation, where she kind of advocates for like reducing the backlog of rape kits, et cetera. So just kind of her pushing through that and taking her character but channeling it for good. And the real life is just an example. And then for the people who aren't necessarily too into law and order, I have. An Olivia Rodrigo, a singer who actually over the summer went to the White House to advocate for teens getting the vaccine, which is something that was, I thought was really, really cool. And for somebody who's pretty close in my age, I thought that would be a good story to include that no matter how young you are, you can still do great things and use your voice to do so. Super.
0: We'll put, um, maybe I'll put the, if I can, um, some of that story, those stories that you have, et cetera, on our, um, Facebook group, um, girl, take the lead so that you can get linked. We will link back to your website. So that would be really fun to do. Um, what else, is there anything else you'd like to tell the listener about, you know, um, how important these kinds of efforts are
1: Something that I was thinking of before I submitted my gold award proposal was not just how important public speaking is now like as a kid and advocating for yourself but it's so important as an adult too. I know I've talked to my mom and she said. She's always wanted to become a lawyer, and I know that's kind of a little skewed perspective because she does a lot of talking throughout the day. But she said even before she was a lawyer, when she was working jobs to get through law school, et cetera, she oftentimes had to advocate for herself. And she said that one of the most important things that she wished she had done in high school was more of this, like, practicing your public speaking because it's so, so important as you get older. And that was kind of what my sales pitch, I guess I would call it for my gold award proposal. And I think it's so true. And I'm very honored to kind of have an experience where I was able to practice my public speaking skills and understand how to advocate myself so I can use my voice and advocate for those in myself, even if people don't have a voice or they don't want to use theirs.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can definitely agree with your mom on that and say, yes, throughout your career and throughout life, being able to advocate for yourself and having the words to do it is so critical. Emotions can get in the way a lot and our thinking can get in the way a lot. So it's good that you're getting that, you're helping others train their minds so that it, it becomes more routine, more of a practice to be able to, to speak. So what's ahead for you, my darling, are you, do you think you're going to go into the family business or do you think that you're going to try something else or what's, what's ahead for you after graduation?
1: I have definitely thought about the law path, but something that I'm in addition to kind of that, that I've been interested since I was little, I've been very good at like math and science and that those have always been two of my favorite subjects in school. So I'm thinking of going into the medical field. So I'm very excited for that after I graduate. And then if necessarily, because my cousin was pre-med when she was in college and she's, she's dropped that now and what she's doing, she's actually becoming a lawyer, but I think that a lawyer is a good backup plan, but I think that I want to try something different first before I go. for you parents try it all
0: just give it a shot see what where you find your passion and and what happens um and we can't just eh, so happy for you And, and it's just makes us all feel very optimistic about the future to know that there's leaders out there like you that have a full heart and are willing to you know put their actions behind their words so keep at it Sarah we're we're rooting for you and hopefully we'll stay connected on linkedin and I'll be able to see and cuz you've got one more year of high school right you're an 11th you. grader
1: that's right
0: okay so yeah we can't wait excited for you okay anything else that i think with that we can wrap it up i think that's all all right so listeners thank you so much for being here with us and um Again, I'll put the information in the show notes about how you can be in touch with Sarah and support organization. So thank you for joining us today. I hope you felt as inspired as I did. Join us next week as we discuss a framework for leadership with author Dr. Juliana Hines. We'll explore her book, Leading on Purpose, The Black Woman's Guide to Shattering the Glass Ceiling. Talk to you soon.